This podcast replay, it's brought to you by Edge Energy Drink. Grab the energy drink that gives me the edge with the best ingredients, low pH levels, delicious, and zero aftertaste. Order it at myedgedrink.com. Heat are back on tonight against the Pacers. You just heard the boys talk uh, an hour of basketball. Heat are favored by six and a half. I'm just going to say, you know, if you're going to uh, not, I'm not a financial advisor, not some kind of gambling expert, but, you know, the way I look at that game, I'm rooting for the heat. But if I have to bet, I'm taking the Pacers plus six and a half because I just can't trust, you know, the heat overall. The heat is it's such an awesome organization, by far the best organization in town. The track record says it. The results say it. We know they're exceptional and all of that. And, you know, we're in a we're in a stage now where we're so spoiled with them that what they do now and, and you know, they're going to get in the playoffs. But that's like not good enough for us. You know what I'm saying? And that would be more than good enough for, you know, fans in Orlando. They would love to get into the playoffs every year, no matter what. The Charlotte Hornets would love to get into the playoffs every single year, no matter what. And the Heat pretty much are in the playoffs every year. But the standard is so much higher. You know what I mean? So the demand is so much higher. So when you make a move for Kyle Lowry, it disappoints the rest of us. Because, and and them too, because their standard is higher too. It's not just making the playoffs. And God bless them for that. You know what I mean? The only problem is I'm not sure the maniacal approach to get to being the best is there all the way through because I don't know if the if the ownership group is willing to take chances all the time. They're only willing to take a chance on the obvious and and not willing to take some other risks. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why they usually stay under the cap and they're kind of frugal in the way that they've done things. And because of the frugality, it's also forced them to make bad decisions. It's, it's strange because you can take risks that you might end up going over the cap and it may not pay off and you're paying taxes, but then you can also take other risks like a a Kyle Lowry, an older player or, or a Jimmy Butler, who's, you know, hasn't fit in certain organizations. And then you wonder, okay, will he fit here? And he does, right? He fits here because he's a hard-nosed, hard-ass type guy. That's exactly what this organization is. They expect their players to to play hard and, and dedicate themselves, you know, unless your name Kyle Lousy, then that's different. You're, you don't have the same dedication. And that's because you've already made your money and you got your championship. There's nothing else to play for. You know, that's the problem. Jimmy Butler is playing for something. He didn't realize that his friend, okay, or the godfather of his daughter didn't have a tenth of the fire he does to go get a title. Why? Because his ass already got a title riding Kawhi Leonard's coattails. It wasn't like Kyle Lowry was ever the guy that could lead a championship team. He and DeRozan tried that many, many times and (laughs) every single time. Yeah, it's it's a weird dynamic that the Miami Heat organization is in right now, because I know I know Riley wants to go for it, but he doesn't really have all the ammunition he needs. And then because of that, they've also mismanaged the ammunition that they have, 
While I say that the owners at times aren't willing to spend, I mean, the fact that you're going into a season and you won't even pay for a 15th roster and you're spending another another uh, porter, portion of your salary on Udonis Haslam, and I love Udonis Haslam, but he's not supposed to be on the team anymore for a couple of years now. And I get it. You're using him to, you know, police the locker room, but it just doesn't make sense, man. And so it's a it's a strange dynamic with the Heat. You know, the ownership doesn't really commit because they're they're kind of frugal and they watch their their money. They don't want to go over the cap and pay. And yet then it puts the team and the front office in a position where they have to take odd chances. They have to give like Whiteside a contract and Dion Waiters and you know, you trade for an older Lowry and you're risking it with Butler and all that, and you've gotten the max out of Butler. This The contract was supposed to end this year, the original contract, the four-year deal. When they signed that four-year deal at the beginning, I said, if you didn't get a star next to Butler in the first two years, this deal would be a disaster after that. And it's been pretty good, but this year, now you see, he's missed half the games. Because his body's beaten up. Now the extension starts next year for the next three years with $160 million on it. Do you know what an albatross of a contract that's going to be down the line? That's a desperation move by a team. But they had to make that championship run inside that four-year window. Not the next three years. Jimmy will not be the same player at that time. And then that puts you in a really difficult position because he's no longer going to be worthy worthy of the 45 to $50 million that you're paying him. I think the last year is like 52, 54. He's not going to be worth that. So that's because you forced the front office to take chances because the ownership group is not willing to go over the cap and pay taxes. It's, 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 it's a strange dynamic, man. And it's and and because of that, I think it's been hard to kind of put the right group together to win. And now they're in a rut that they can't get out of again. And meanwhile, you've got two young players that you can build around in Bam and Tyler, but you've got to get rid of these albatross contracts where you can maybe surround them with something else. Like they need another star. And and you gotta stop collecting stars that can't shoot threes in a league full of threes. You're paying Bam, and I don't mind paying Bam, but you're paying Jimmy and 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 uh, Lowry. Not one of them is a three-point shooter in a three-point shooting league. That's like saying, well, we're just going to run the ball and we're not going to have any receivers or any chunk plays in the NFL. Huh? Well, you're not going to win. You got to do something. You got to score points. And they that's where they struggle. They're one of the worst three-point shooting teams. You invested your money in players that don't go with the way the game is now. Those guys would have been great for the 90s, not now.